Greetings one and all wherever you are in the universe and welcome to the latest episode of an espresso shot of confidence. The podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges taboos and unhelpful narratives and empowers you to be awesome loudly and proudly. It's time for you to grab a drink and settle in for next however long this episode is. I'm your host, the master of awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we're going to be talking all about making changes. So we live in a world where the conventional rules around work are changing all the time. Once upon a time, we lived in a world where there was one career, one job for life. But these days, people of all ages are exploring different ways of being. People are finishing with their corporate jobs and starting their own new businesses. Some people are selling their houses and flats and going to live in camper vans and traveling around the world working with their business remotely. And more and more and more people are making this change. So who better to talk to about this than the awesome Nils Wellham, a transition coach and the founder of the Uncaged Existence, who also happens to be traveling around Europe in a van as we speak. He helps founders confidently take the leap from corporate to entrepreneurship so they can achieve their true potential. Hey, Nils, how's it going? Marvelous, marvelous. And, you know, as, as you were kind of saying all of these things, you're thinking, yeah, it's good. I'm in Italy, you know, it's, uh, it's Friday, the weekend's up. So I'm uh, really, really good. Thank you for asking. How are you? Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Top of the world top of the world so transition coach for anybody that's never heard of that term before what is it what does that entail yeah it's interesting because you know i mean i'm 100 percent a transition coach but i'd also like to categorize myself as a mindset coach and so you know you rightly pointed out that you know i help founders with taking that leap um but also help existing founders experience more freedom joy and you know success however they define that right and and with most of these things a transition is required right so how, how do i do that um and where do i focus on because you know of course you can have a plan you know it's pretty straightforward right but, but i i do this by focusing on on the founders who right the internal factors is mindset overcoming techniques overcoming fears these are very often the blockers that stop people from transitioning, stop people from changing. And uh, it's really, really important because I truly, truly believe that, you know, you are your greatest thought, you know, and being able to nurse, you know, that mindset is key, right? Because, you know, if you think a transition is all scary and, you know, you have a lot of fear of the unknown, well, it's going to be quite difficult to make that change, right? Um, and so that's a big, big part of, of, of what I do. And, um, although I was a little bit dismissive of the plan at the start, you know, a big part of actually what I do, and I think it's really, really important when I mean, you do work towards a transition or to work, work towards a change is, is, you know, be crystal clear on what it is you actually want and why, you know, what makes you really tick, you know, so that you can kind of move mountains, right? Um, so getting that vision and getting clear on what the end goal is, 
imperative, imperative. Um, yeah, and, and then and I guess I guess just in, because of, and an example kind of pops up for this week actually. So I was working on with someone on that transition and on that vision of like, okay, what well, what do I really want? You know, instead of what do I think I should want? Mm-hmm. Because society dictates. And um, we're kind of going yep. through this 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 vision. And I called it out. I was like, this just seems a bit colorless, you know, don't know that person, you know, and it's like, come on, like, why are you playing small? You know, why are you playing comfortable? Um, and so I think you're uh, getting something that you can really emotionally connect to super, super important. Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you with that. It powers you through, doesn't it? It's almost like an anchor. And it, you may not know exactly what looks, what everything looks like, but you've kind of got an idea of like, well, this is kind of something to move towards. Mm, mm, yeah, 100%. I like how you say the anchor. It's true. It is an anchor. It is definitely an anchor. Yeah. Okay. So for, for example, for you, so you've had a big shift. So you used to work mm. in finance, right? You had a corporate mm. career. You were doing the things that, you know, we've talked about this before. You were doing the things that you felt like you should be doing. You went after the corporate career. You were moving up the ladder. You had the money. You had all the progress, all of that stuff. And then you shifted out. You changed things up. So what was the catalyst for you to change things up? That's a good question. Um. It is a good question because every time, you know, I mean, there were catalysts, and but I think, you know, before that, there were like mini, mini catalysts, right? So, I mean, easy, it is quite easy in a sense, right? You know, I, I hadn't been happy for a while, right? You know, and this unhappiness of, you know, climbing the metaphorical greasy pole, you know, filtered through a lot of areas, you know, in my life. And, you know, over time, I started slowly take a bit of action with some of my friends, you know, and we started a few different businesses, like mini experiments, you know, um, 2017, we, we created a website about Chihuahuas, um, in the, with the intention to monetize it. Um, I'm, it, I'm not going to lie. It was fun at first, but after a while, very, very difficult to keep motivated to continue to writing about Chihuahuas. Um, <laughs> you know, in 2018, yeah. It's still live, actually, by the way, planetchihuahua.com. If you want to have a look, who knows? We don't do anything with it, but yeah, it's still live. Um, 2018, I was selling pop sockets. You know, those little things that pop on your phone. Um, I was selling yeah, them yeah, for yeah. the Euro- European Cup. So I abandoned them for the countries. And I was going kind of full um, dull boy, like wheeling and dealing with a backpack full of these bad boys going to the pub. Like, hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> uh, and then... In 2019, I started a bicycle safety accessory brand, right? And that's actually still ongoing. And, you know, I'm still doing it with two of my very good mates in Belgium. But all of these kind of experiments were like these mini realizations of, hmm, maybe, maybe I can get my vision of life, you know, the vision of freedom, the vision of joy, you know, maybe it is actually possible. And then life takes over. Right, life takes over, and then it's really in 2020 where I would say the the shit hit the fan. There was quite a few personal, um, I would say, dark times I had, and and that's really when I came to the realization of well, okay, Neil's like either 
you probably sit down, you do the actual work, you understand what you really want to do, uh, or you stop complaining and just get on with it. And so, you know, the cost of low living was just too big for me. You know, I just wanted to live life more on my own terms. And, you know, and this exploration led to, to, to what I'm doing now, right? To, to kind of fully fledged taking that leap, you know, to, to live more in line with the values, you know, to live more in line with the life that you want. And it's always a shame that you typically need this like big personal drama to finally have that wake up call. But, you know, that's what it was. We, yeah, we, as humans, we do like a little bit of chaos and drama to, uh, stimulate action, don't we? I think me, me being made redundant was the catalyst for me to, to start going into this journey and, and yeah, things like with, um, the pandemic stimulated other ideas and, and things that have been going on this year are now stimulating even more ideas. It's like. Wouldn't it have just been so much easier to actually sit down and go, you know what, <laughs> like, what do you actually want? But I think for that though, that question seems to trigger a lot of people when you actually sit mm. down and say mm. to them, what is it that you want? You know, well, what do you think? What is the reason for that? Do you think that why, why do so many people struggle with that? Interesting, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of pondered that quite a, quite a lot as well. And you know, there's a few elements, I guess, that pop up straight off the bat is, you know, we don't have the time. We don't give ourselves the space and time to actually think about it. And then that's, I think, number one. And, you know, you mentioned as well with pandemic, you know, it kind of was an additional trigger. Um, and I think that was a lot of, for a lot of people, like they had time all of a sudden, right? They had time to really mm. think and to slow down and, and and you know that's one of the things because you know what do we typically do and, and i was the same right you know I'd, i'm home from work i you know complain a bit around with my roommates uh in the weekend on party you know you try to forget and like do some joyful stuff um but you don't give yourself the space you know that's that's so yeah. that is really really a problem and i think also fears you know, the fears, the fears of the unknown, you know, fear, like the trigger for you, right? You mentioned it was, I got made redundant, you know, so that fear of, you know, what if I, it doesn't work out or I lose my job? Well, fear is gone. <laughs> it's there. So, and it's probably not as bad as you thought it was. Right. And so it, it's interesting, but, but another one is, in, and the third one that, that I've seen, and there's a really good quote by Mar Mariana Williamson that basically speaks to it, to this. But people sometimes are afraid of the fact that everything will be actually possible. They're not necessarily afraid of the dark, right? They're afraid of really stepping into who they really are, you know, to their light, you know, and, and really make that shine. And these are the things that I see. And, and you know, it's, it's a shame. It really is a shame because, you know, life is short. And it's a miracle that we're even there. You know, there's, there's a scientist that made a calculation. I think it was like the fact that we're here is like one in 400 quadrillion. How insane is that? It's mental, man. I mean, it truly is a gift. I mean, it's like the, like the Buddhists, isn't it? The Buddhist death meditation. Mm. I think it's from, like, I think it comes from the Buddhist or it might be Hindu, but it's definitely mm. far East, you know, where you mm. actually like sit back and kind of like imagine your death. Mm. <laughs> 
and you kind of look back and stuff and you realize the things that were important and the fact that you're actually so lucky to be here and uh, yeah. every day is truly, truly a gift. Um, but again, I think there's so many narratives, aren't there? Like, like you just mentioned some of those there where you're, you're many people will stay in a job for a long time because they feel that they have that security, even if they're miserable, even if they go home, like you said, you go home and you bitch and you moan about it. When you get home, you complain about your office, you're burnt out, you're saying you're burnt out, you know you're burnt out, but you still put in another three hours at work and at home where you're not being paid for because you feel like you should. And I see it time and time again still many, many people will not take the leap into starting their own business or, or not necessarily starting their own business, maybe even just taking the time out to go and like go, right, I've got X amount of money in the bank. I'm just going to go and travel for a while. I'm just going to go and live. But mm -hmm. so many people don't do it. So for anyone who's listening right now, who's thinking, you know what, I've got this idea. I really want to do it. I'm miserable in my job. What would you say to them? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, work with an expert like me, you know? um, but then with the, <laughs> the, the jokes aside, jokes aside, um, again, I think slow it down, right? A little bit, because, you know, if you have that realization, you know, what beliefs are you actually holding? Right? you mentioned narratives, I think is beautiful. Like challenge these narratives. Like, why are you not taking the leap, you know, challenge the, the truthfulness of them. You know, find examples of the contrary. So, you know, I'll give you a personal example. I used to have a big narrative around success, which was, you know, all about going to uni, getting a good job, climbing the ladder. I was doing all of that, right? And so when I wanted to take the leap, it was really difficult. It was super difficult because I had to like struggle with that belief and be like, this is, this, I see this as true. So why am I going away from the truth, right? But it wasn't, right? It simply wasn't. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, creating awareness around these beliefs or these fears that you have are really the first step, because when you acknowledge them, you can, you can start thinking more clearly and actually see how you can approach a problem. Right. A good one as well, I would say is looking at the cost. Oh, we talked mm -hmm. about it just now. I was like, oh, they always claiming and this and that, but never taking action, but actually look at the cost is. Like this financial security, is it worth you being so unhappy? Is it really worth that? Mm. What's the cost of low living for you? And are you willing to take that? You know, and, and, and I'm a big fan of experimenting, you know, you heard some of my, you know, Chihuahua experiments, but you know, break it down, you know, build some confidence, test a little bit, have some fun, you know, it doesn't need to be this big bang leak, right? And create a plan that works for you. Super, super important. If money is important, and I think it's probably important for a lot of people, uh, you know, if you're going to start taking the leap and start creating your business, don't do it if, you know, after one marketing to look around your shoulder and be like, hey, I need to really get a client now because otherwise I'm out. Mm -hmm. Half of the energy is focusing on that. It doesn't, doesn't, yeah. doesn't help. Oh, God, no. I found on my journey. Mm. over the years when I've worried about things when I've got stuck in that lack mm. I don't get clients mm. but when 
I'm just like, look, I'm open. I'm good. I trust that clients will come when they're ready. Usually, usually within a day or so, there's usually something in an email somewhere saying, Ash, can we have a call? Or I've got this job that I need doing. And I know for some people, they're like probably, you know, some people are still thinking law of attraction and all of that stuff. It's all very woo and all of that. But I've got so much evidence from the past five years now that that's the way it works. When I worry about, when you worry about things, when you're, when you're in that energy of lack, you attract Mm. lack. When you're in an energy of an abundance um, or curiosity or excitement, you, you draw in. All sorts yeah. of different things. Just want to kind of quote you here a little bit, like as yeah, I was preparing. I've never been there. I've never been quoted, so I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So you, you mentioned like how you love seeing that little spark in people's eyes when they talk about their passions and visions for the future. It's just amazing, isn't it? Watching people come alive. And they mm. literally do. Everything changes about their demeanor, their physiology, mm. everything. Mm. So how can people harness that mm. and create empowered change as a result? Yeah. I mean, I was just, as you were talking talking about it, I was also lighting up because, yeah, it is amazing. Like, it's so, so cool when you see people, um, like, open up and, you know, really, like, be like, ooh, is this all possible? Um, as, and I guess, you know, h- harnessing it, is you know, there's an element of giving yourself permission, right? But you know, tapping into your your inner child, your kind of you know childlike curiosity, super important to you know, in it, and 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 I always link that to creating that vision, right? Is what is it that you really want? You know, if you had a magic wand, you know, you know, rainbows, unicorns, you know the whole shebang you know what is that you want or why but you know not really just a simple one like oh you know because uh it would be comfortable and i can live a comfortable life no like an f that you know a why that is unstoppable like unstoppable that's like deeper deeper than anything right and you know that is when that spark you know becomes full-blown fire Right, because when you can, when you really take the time to to sit with it, to reflect deeply, to play, you know, and and connect to those emotions, yo, like that's when people open up, and that is just mm. that's amazing. And I think it's just we forget that sometimes, you know, we forget that sparkle that we had, those ideas that we had, because we dim it. So give yourself permission to go there, right, and create it. Love that. Love that. That permission to create and be curious and playful. I think that that's one of the things I think we lose, don't we? As we get older, as the amount of shoulds get bounced around, you should be doing this. You're a certain age. You should be doing this. Maybe family pressure, peer pressure, societal pressure. You go on LinkedIn and you see all these successful people doing this, that, and the other. You should be making 10K a month. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think it creates a lot of white noise and a lot of friction. And the amount of people that I talk to, and you can quite clearly see when you talk to them, they don't believe it, but they say that this is true. They're like, yeah, I want those tankers. 
I want this. I want that. But it just feels like they're paying lip service because that's what they feel like they should be doing. So how can people protect themselves from that noise and so that they stay absolutely crystal clear on what it is they actually want? Question. That's a good question. I think there's an element. And so maybe, so when I bring that vision to reality with people, and I've done it myself, actually, there's those three filters that, you know, even my coaching that they put me through and, and that's to get it really, really clear is that it is what you want and not what you think you should be having. Number one is, you know, yeah. Clear is it? What's the clarity level of you? Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Right. In my first um, iteration of my vision, I like, oh, I'm actually in a harbor. So it's interesting. But I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have a boat. I'm like, yeah, it could be cool. But is it what I really want? Mm, no. Yeah. I couldn't envision the boat. You know, you know my, my camper van, you know, I could envision like just like that. The second thing is the believability, right? You know, how believable is it really? Do you really believe that you can do this? You know, of course, you need to stretch yourself, but I'm telling yourself, um, tomorrow I want to have a one million, one million, um, quid. I haven't played the lottery. So it's like very, very, very improbable to impossible to get that. And the other one is the conviction, right? How committed are you really to doing it? Are you really committed to wake up every day to go for something that you think you should want and you know if you already go through those three filters you have a very very clear view of what you want and then the comparison drops away you know the comparison drops away and and because it's clear what you want of course it can still come back right but you know what i always say and i come in the way i heard this but someone told me this and i thought it was beautiful it's like you know don't compare you will start with someone else's middle. Even that, no idea where they're coming, what their internal internal paradigms are. The only thing that you know is what you want and what you've done to get there. So why, mm-hmm. why you know give yourself unnecessary suffering? Oh, couldn't agree more with that. I, I talked completely different context, but I said about that yesterday. I, mm-hmm. I did um I did a live about videos and about how people often compare themselves to people that have already got started and thinking they need to be the same as that person. Mm-hmm. And those people have been doing it months, years, maybe even got mm-hmm. team helping them edit. So you create this unreal expectation on yourself and, and it causes a disconnect. It causes that, it causes friction. And I think that's where, and it causes discomfort as a result. And as a result of that, you end up driving with the brakes on basically. Um, and maybe you do maybe you do get some results in the short term, but mm. in the medium to long, it doesn't really it doesn't either doesn't really do anything or in the short term you don't get any results because it's just not you're going in the wrong direction so kind of talking about breaks and moving in directions and all of that stuff mm-hmm. you decided to dive into the wonderful world of moving around europe with a camper van yeah <laughs> all right 
So you've been you've been out, out there for about six months now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I started early February. Yeah. So that would be six months. Yeah. Sweet. So, so what inspired this? Because you you talked you talked earlier on about having this clear vision. You know, you you yeah. didn't have that clear vision for a boat, but you saw the camper van. So yeah. you know, what inspired this? What what inspired this whole journey of discovery? Yeah, so freedom. Freedom is super, super important for me. It's actually one of my top two values together with um, with love. Freedom means a lot of things for me. Part of it is, you know, being outside, being in nature and traveling, you know, is also part of that. Um, and I saw this, I saw this, I, I saw this camper van of van life back in 2017. And it just spoke to my soul you know it's never left me you know that idea of doing it and and then after a while i was just like i'm sorry i'm gonna swear here ash i was like fuck it like go for your love and and i need to do something about this like if it's in my head for like for years for years for years for years it's like it's clearly not going away right and it makes sense right because it's completely in line with you know who i am and my values and so and it's, it, it's kind of the journey that I on, on as well is I want to live more like my values, you know, I want to live the life that I want and, you know, and that means freedom. And, and this weekend I'm going to go in the, in the random national park in Italy, go for hikes. How cool is that? Later I'll probably go to the beach for a second, you know, as, as my lunch break is amazing. Like I'm literally living my vision like my vision board actually my vision board is, is just behind my screen i look at it every day i would make it in percentage 30 percent of my vision board is 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 is, is done it's happening as we speak that's I powerful that, i don't know if that if that answers your question but it's basically values values of freedom and nature inspired me no, I think it totally does. I think again, it's that, that brings up a really interesting point about those values mm. and really aligning. And, and you talked about this earlier on about having that vision, about having that clarity. And I think when you get what the moment you get clear on what your values are, what you truly believe in, what truly drives you, mm-hmm. and that's when you can start making progress because. Especially say, like you mentioned earlier on, we'll kind of come back to this in a sec, you've got those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. You can start, like if you've got that clarity around your vision, you can start questioning, okay, well, this belief, does that serve my vision? Does that serve my vision now? Right. And then you, yeah, you've got a choice. You can keep hope believing in those old stories or, or create new ones, right? Yeah. Love that. 100%. 100%. That's the power. Yeah, does it serve me? Simple question, but yet so powerful. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things you talk about, speaking of mindset, you mm. talk quite a bit, on, again, on your website mm. about an entrepreneurial mindset. Yes. Now, you specifically talk about feeling and acting like an entrepreneur. And I know for many business owners, when they start out, they've got, they've still got the employee mentality or maybe Mm. even the manager mindset. So, so what is 
an entrepreneurial mindset? Hmm. So for me, you know, I think when I think about entrepreneur mindset and entrepreneurial people, let's say, it's people that are kind of yes and instead of no but people, you know, they see opportunities, they're always open to learn, you know, there's this eagerness to um, to continue to grow and learn, right? But, but they also don't take things um, personally, right? They're open to look at their blind spots because, hey, you know, we all have them, you know, we, can, we, can, we all have nine spots and, you know, we all have beliefs that are not empowering, you know, so they challenge their thinking and, and for me, you know, when, when people come from that being, right, because, you know, if you're being like that, you will act and feel a certain way, right? When people continue on that path of growth, you know, they, they can achieve whatever they set out, you know, which is that it's a state of being, you know, you're curious, you're open, and you're willing to go there, you know, to go deep. love that like you said we all have blind spots and i think it's very easy when you're in the trenches and i guess this is probably something that you work with founders but when mm. you're working with people to start with and i know i was guilty of this massively mm. guilty of this is you'd start your business baby and maybe you, you have limited funds or whatever to start with so you just kind of crack on and you just do everything. You just figure it out as you go. You're like, right, okay, I'll figure out sales. Mm -hmm. I'll figure out marketing. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll build the website. I'll make the cups of tea as well while I'm doing it. And, and I'll figure it all out. And then you just get, you know, to start with, it's exciting. Very exciting. And it can continue to be exciting, but you realize quite quickly, I'm not so good at that. So certain tasks kind of fall by the wayside. Yeah. but you don't call in the troops because you don't want to like lose that control. You've got to have control. It's my baby. I don't trust anybody to come in and help mm. me. And I think one of the biggest mistakes I made in my journey was not getting help sooner. I think I'd be in a very different place. And I'm, I'm not going to say I regret that because there's mm. so many lessons that have been learned, but I know for so many founders, they end up going through so much stress and trauma in some cases, because they don't call in the troops and they don't see, acknowledge the fact that they don't know what they don't know. And that's okay. So for anybody who's any founders out there that right now, this is maybe resonating with and going, yeah, that sounds like me. What kind of advice would you offer to them? Yeah, I mean. It is an interesting one, right? Because I think there's this belief that, you know, we need to hustle, we need to do it all by ourselves. And, you know, and I think it's just like knowing that it's okay to ask for help. You know, it really is okay to ask for help. You know, it doesn't make you less of a founder, less of an entrepreneur. It doesn't mean that you're not, you know, self-made man or, or person, right? <laughs> no, and it's really interesting because it's, it's really key. I was talking to a friend of mine recently, um, they're talking about the business and, you know, she's very creative, super, super creative, you know, really talented woman. And she doesn't like these things, you know, social media and all the admin stuff. And she used to do it all by herself. 
And, you know, and then all of a sudden she's like, I need to free up my time. So she, she, she hired in um, a, a virtual assistant. And mm-hmm. boom, energy free. Finally, the jaw is back, right? She was able to do the things that she was actually good at. And, you know, and she's moving at much quicker speed, you know, and, and I think that is really, really important because yes, okay, you know, it might cost you money, but, you know, what can you create with that time? Right. And, and also there's, mm. oh, there's cheap alternatives. You know, you don't always need to go big bang, right? You know, if you think about freelance, you know, you go to Upwork, you can go to Pfeiffer, you, know, you can find some pretty good services for, you know, decent prices. Mm. But then, you know, the key one, well, as you know, because this is where, where I kind of, you know, where I, it's my jam is, you know, Get get real curious. Why is it that you don't want to give away your baby, right? Like, what's what's your relationship with trust? You know, what's your relationship with letting go of control? You know, mm. how is that stopping you? I think these are really interesting things to explore. Well, for sure, there's always answers there because there's always a reason behind an action, right? There's always an intention. Uh, mm-hmm. some of mm-hmm. that behavior, some of that may come from, again, looking at those limiting beliefs, it may come from beliefs that really don't serve you now, but they're so embedded yeah. within, yeah. within you, within your subconscious. You don't even realize it until you actually ask these questions. And to be honest with you with that, yeah. it usually helps if you've got somebody asking you those questions. I mean, you can do that self-inquiry. You can do yeah. that. Absolutely. But if you don't see your blind spots, you're probably not even going to be asking the right questions. So I think it's always important. And and I'm not just saying, you know, not necessarily hiring a coach, but if you've got somebody who is in a position to mentor you, if you're in a a mastermind or some sort of incubator of some description, Mm -hmm. it's invaluable, isn't it? Having having those questions, having those people that just literally ask you the questions that you, for whatever reason, can't or don't want to ask yourself mm, super valuable <laughs> i think we, we all we all have an inner wisdom i truly believe that but you know we don't want to face it you know even even yeah. i have something well oh there's something in my personal life you know with my with my youth that i i, I wanted to be you know go to the next level let's say of acceptance and i've known it for a while but you know and i've gotten signals but someone just kind of gave me a very kind kick in the teeth, you know, a very kind one because there's been a lot of love and all that guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to have to face the music now, you know, and, and because often we don't want to, you know, it's easy. The devil you know versus yep. the devil you don't know. Oh, most definitely. I, 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 had, I had that a couple of times recently on a professional and a personal mm-hmm. level. There's been... Yeah interventions from people i respect um they they saw something and they were like ash i'm like okay all right i've heard it enough times i've seen enough evidence now Mm -hmm. let's dive in and it's been uncomfortable but then that's the thing i think again i think this is one of the things like people often stay in their comfort zones because of that fear of, of how it will feel if you dance outside of them. 
how it will be, what will happen, that uncertainty. And if anyone's ever done it, they know that initial bit it can be quite uncomfortable, you know, as you're starting to explore that um, as your brain or whatever, your, your beliefs or stories are like, just like, no, 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 I'm happy. I want to stay. I'm staying. I want to stay. So, you know, when, when, how can people make the journey outside of their comfort zones a little bit more gentle? For me, that's a biggie, right? It's a real biggie to fear of the unknown. And I think that's what gets people, leaves or keeps people in their comfort zone, right? And, and, you know, I get back a lot to childlike curiosity and experimentation and testing, right? And I think when you test the voice of fear, you know, ah, I can't, so I shouldn't be doing this, you know? test it you know see it as a scientific experiment because if that if you do that right there's two things that can number one the voice is right can't do it okay Mm -hmm. or the voice is wrong you get out of your comfort zone and get everything you want either way you win because you get clarity right and you know there's there's no in this scientific experiment there's no emotional attachment right so it's just hypothesis and there's a yes and no. Mm-hmm. And then one that I actually personally um, sometimes do when I'm like on the edge, I'm like, oh, do you need to be doing this, but I don't want to. I imagine that I'm going to be a hundred years old and I'm like, yeah, yeah. If I look back at this specific moment, what would I like to have done? And usually it's getting out. Well, Usually, like, I don't think I've had a moment where it's not the uncomfortable thing. And again, you, know, you just get real curious. So those are the ways that I get out of my comfort zone, basically. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But looking back in whatever perspective is, is just a real, real, real powerful one to actually look at it and go, oh, yeah, yeah. Because it helps you to really get in touch with your values, doesn't it? And those things that, that really, really mean something to you. Because I think ultimately, yeah. a lot of the time, and I've realized this quite a bit recently, when the actions haven't aligned with values, when actions have kept that from happening for whatever reason, and I've kind of realized, okay, well, what, what has stopped that? from happening and often it's been a fear of the thing that i want to happen not happening so i don't do it when you actually kind of really go behind that you're like okay i don't want to lose freedom for example because freedom is one of my values i want to be free i don't want to be stuck so the mean that the moment you start saying that to yourself okay i don't want to be stuck I, i i want to have freedom so i don't want to be stuck I've found that then, because I haven't been aware of it and been paying enough attention, a lot of my actions have basically made sure that I got stuck. Yeah. Because I was like, well, if I take the chance of being free, what happens if I get stuck? Instead of actually seeing, well, if I actually am free, what happens when I am free? (laughs) Sort of thing. 
Yeah, 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 no, exactly, exactly. This is actually really interesting what you mentioned there because I think the values, the value work's important. And, you know, when you feel stuck or you get like, you know, ruminating and you're listening to your monkey brain or, you know, all of the stories you're, you're, you're spinning, the tales you're spinning in your head, you can actually really ask yourself, I, I do that quite often. I was like, oh, what would love do? What would freedom do? Like, oh, mm. Oh shit. <laughs> you know, what would, what would I do? I would really be acting from my values, switch it up completely, right? You know, who am I really being if I would be, you know, being from freedom, you know, oh, making crazy cool, you know, videos while well, you're already doing that. But you know, it's a really, really good um, reflection point. So thank you for reminding me. It's been a while I've done that. Cheers. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Just that the example you used was just that. One of one of the things that came up with me the other day was like, I love creating. I love being playful. And I realized yeah. in a lot of ways that I wasn't bringing that energy. So the last few videos I've created and the last times I've gone live, I've let the I've let the clown come out. Yeah, I mean, and it's got it's got a bit it's it's got a it's got a bit wacky. <laughs> that's, but that's but I think it, it's just an important reflection point for sure, for sure. And and speaking of of kind of reflections, we're just about to head off into the sunset. So <laughs> for any of the listeners out there that would like to come on this amazing journey with you as as their coach or to follow you and learn about your journey in your camper van, how can people get in touch with you? Easy. Well, I, I mean, they just can email me. You know, on the nils at the uncaged existence.com. They can also connect with me on LinkedIn. Just look for my name, Nils Wellum. Um, you can connect me on, with me on Instagram. It's the underscore uncaged underscore existence. Uh, not as active as LinkedIn. Uh, you know, just, just shoot me an email, connect, send me a message. I'm very happy to chat as you might have noticed. I hadn't noticed actually on our various calls over the time. No, sir, you're usually quite shy and retiring, Niels. Uh, but <laughs> but fair enough. So all of those links will be in the description wherever you're listening or watching this hoddy. So final question before we do ride off into said sunset or you ride off into the, the beach or in the ocean. Or wherever it is you're going this afternoon, mm. what is your espresso shot of confidence for our listeners? You you are not your thought, right? You know, thoughts pop up no matter what. You know, and it's how you think about these that create your feeling, right? You know, and these feelings can block you. You know, and and the thing is that we're very quick to to judge things, to, to judge the thoughts that pop up and based on those judgments react. In reality, in, in reality, right, really the reactivity of judgments, they rule the world, right? And when we get aware of the, when we let go of the judgment, when we see things as they are, it opens up, right? Because things that happen to us, right, they just happen. Mm. And it's how we've seen that creates a reality. So it's not really an espresso, but it's a very, very long answer to basically say there's a distinction between the stories we tell ourselves and the truth with capital T. And so be wary of those stories and get to the truth. I love that. I love that. 
And I love the fact that you just dished out a quadruple shot of espresso. So people are going to be bouncing off the walls now as they contemplate those fabulous thoughts. So thank you so much for that. You're and welcome, thank you so thank much you. For, for stopping by and sharing your words of wisdom with us today. It's been awesome. Yeah, it is. Thank, thank you. Thank you. It's been nice riffing and, you know, just having a chat. Um, and, you know, I'm really enjoying, by the way, the wacky videos. So, you know, keep them up. I'm, 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 I'm on it. I'm on it. There's, <laughs> there's quite a few on my, my, my phone that have yet to see the light yet, but they will in the coming weeks. Um, <laughs> but Watch yes. this face. <laughs> Whoop. Watch this space, people. Watch this space. And thank you to you, our awesome listeners, wherever you are in the world. So make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening and watching this to get notifications of when the next episode drops. And all that is left to say now is, as always, don't forget to be awesome. <laughs>